You're listening to Inspiring Honey Radio. Hey, hello guys, and welcome to the third episode in the third season of the Inspiring Honey podcast today. I'm super excited because my favorite number is three, and this is the third podcast in this episode. And today's episode is talking about a topic that a lot of people have messaged me about, and since it's Valentine's Day, I figured it would be a great time to share it with you guys and just to talk openly about sex relationships and purity because it's a question that I get DMs a lot. It's a question that people have been asking me about ever since I shared my testimony over the summer and then since I shared my testimony last week, I got a lot of different DMs of people just opening up saying that it's things they struggle with and things they're embarrassed to talk about. So I decided in this episode to answer a lot of the questions that you guys have been sending in and just share with you what I wish somebody would have talked to my husband and I about before we fell into sin the way that we did or what I wish that people would have sat us down just to tell us what I wish a friend would have told me so I hope to be that friend to you guys to just tell you what I wish I would have known and also since today is Valentine's Day I want to wish you a very very happy Valentine's Day and I want to tell you five pieces of advice that I would say to anybody struggling with purity and Anybody that has questions about sex and all the things that can be really awkward to talk about. And I want to tell you guys that I've been there. I've been through it. I've done it. I've put myself in situations where maybe I shouldn't have. And I'm not here to come off as preachy or make you feel bad about anything you might have done or are feeling but I just want to give you real life advice and share some bible verses and some wisdom and some words of encouragement that I truthfully wish that somebody would have sat down and just shared with me I've been open before on my podcast on my instagram on my blogs about being pregnant before I was married and as a christian that can be kind of and it is (laughs) a little bit of a scandalous topic and I never really addressed the topic of purity so much and I never really got deep into talking about God's plans for dating. So that's what I really want to do today. A lot of you guys send me questions on a daily basis regarding the topic of staying pure in a relationship or what to do once you've gone too far or how to be forgiven or if you can be forgiven. And I was really taken back once I started sharing my testimony and opening it up to you guys and trying to just be a light to give you guys wisdom to speak from my experiences how many people reacted with their own stories by coming to me for advice and recently over the past few months this topic of sex and purity and relationships has just been so apparent through my dms through my emails on a daily basis i'll get girls and boys messaging me asking me to pray for them or asking me for advice on it so I figured that this would be a good topic to share with you guys and to sit down and to talk to you about today because many of you guys send me topics about how to stay pure in a relationship and after the season of repentance that I walked through and spending a lot of time in the word and recently really trying to dive deep into the word I really feel ready to start telling you guys what God's putting on my heart about this topic and to start to share a lot of things with you guys regarding purity and relationships and sex and things that can be really awkward to talk about or things that can be awkward to talk to your parents about or to ask a pastor at church because it can be really awkward to bring sex up and 
I want to tell you guys some words of wisdom and Bible verses that I just wish that I would have heard. You know, just things that I wish people could have told me that would have probably changed the way that I looked at relationships. And I really, I believe that the majority of people always set out with good intentions. That when someone does something, they don't start doing an action with intention to hurt someone or do something wrong. But sometimes, somehow, things always get steered off course. And good intentions sometimes get overshadowed by us falling into sin. And for Ethan and I, we both wanted and intended to wait until marriage to have sex. We both clearly had talked to each other about wanting to follow God's relationship or God's plan rather for a relationship. And we both really wanted to honor him. We actually had tons of conversations about not wanting to have sex with each other until we were married. And we sat down and read the Bible and wanted to honor God together. So initially, neither one of us intended to engage physically with each other until the day that we were married. But physical boundaries are something that are really tricky, and especially when you're in a relationship, because physical boundaries are so important. And once they get crossed, the line slowly gets pushed back further and further and further until you're at the point where you've crossed the biggest line and it's kind of hard to move back because you crossed it. It's easy to justify it when there's people all around you who say it's okay. It's easy to justify it when society condones having premarital sex. It's easy to listen to friends talk about their experiences with girlfriends or boyfriends. And it's easy to find ways to make your own sin not seem so bad. And that's coming from personal experience. It's easy to look at other people's lives, hear other people's stories and other people's sin and think that, oh, well, because they're doing it, it doesn't mean mine's so bad because they're doing it too and they're not a bad person. So it's easy to kind of justify our own sins by holding them up to other people's. And it's always easy to make ourselves not look so bad when we do that. And in some ways, sexual sin is different than other type of sins because sin that is sexual can be easily hidden and it can be not talked about until one day it catches up to you and it can't be hidden any longer. It's really important that I've learned for me to know and hear and understand that sin is sin. Sin is equal to all all sins. That we are all sinners in need of a Savior. And our imperfections remind us that we have a perfect Savior. No one's immune to sinning. We all honestly fall short of God's grace. We're all born sinners. God's grace, though, doesn't give us a free pass to knowingly sin. When we sin and when we know we're doing wrong and still do it anyway, it's deliberately turning away from God. It's like saying, hey God, I know this isn't what you want and I know it's wrong, but for whatever reason, I just, you know, I just going to continue to do my own thing and not honor you and just go about my life following my will, not yours. And Jesus doesn't condemn us, 
But he does call us to turn away from sin and live by the word because it's the best way. Any way you look at it, any way you try to spin it or put it, sex before marriage is wrong. And we know it's that way because the Bible is so clear about it. And there is no way that we could say we're Christ followers, live by the Bible, and still have sex outside the covenant of marriage. And that's coming from a Christian who had sex before they were married. Because no matter how you want to look at it, it's a sin. Sexual sin is serious because it is a sin that's done within one's body. The body is a temple. Because after coming to Christ, the Holy Spirit then lives within us. And we are told that we are bought at a price and are called to glorify God with our bodies. And the verse that relates back to that is 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 20. So if you are a person who's crossed the line like I did, you should know that you can never run too far to be forgiven and be redeemed with God's grace and love. Or if you're someone who didn't cross that line, use this to learn from as a precautionary tale or just advice for a situation you might find yourself in the future. Because you might hear this now and think, Ugh, I would never do that. But you don't know once you're put in that situation. And I pray that you don't and I pray that you learn from this and that you hear these words and that you are able to live the way that the Bible is calling us to live. So let me tell you guys a few things that I wish somebody would have told me when I first got into my relationship and would have constantly been a bug in the back of my ear reminding me that one, God's plan for a relationship is always better. No matter what, no matter how the devil tries to deceive us, no matter what lies sleep into our head, no matter what may pop up, God's design for a relationship is always better. The relationship that he has for you and one that will honor him is better than any we could chase after as people. Anything that we could ever imagine. The Bible is so clear that sex before marriage and not putting yourself in a position to have sex until you're under a covenant of marriage. It's so clear that we should be waiting as Christians because it should only be shared with that one person and that it is so, so special. Two, if you wouldn't want to sit and tell your parents what you're doing, it's something you shouldn't be doing. And I don't think I have to speak any further on that. I think that that says enough for itself. Three, don't put yourself in situations where you're tempted. Now, that's pretty cut and dry, and, you know, that that's pretty self-explanatory. If you put yourself in a situation where you're going to have a chance to fall into sin, the enemy is going to do everything in his power to make sure you fall. So don't think that you're strong enough to resist temptation when it's specifically designed to make you fall. Four, if the person you're with today isn't the person you're going to marry, you will regret anything you do with them physically. My husband and I feel so blessed that when we got together, we were both virgins. When we met, we had only been with each other in that way, but we did have 
past relationships. Things as simple as hand-holding or kissing are things that we wish we could have just experienced for the first time together. Because when you're young, you think the person you're dating right now is a person you're going to be with forever. And honestly, as hard as it might be to hear, and you might not believe it, but it's not always the case. You're not always going to end up with your first boyfriend or the guy that you're with today. So the less you invest in them physically, the less that you give away to them, the less that you sell to them so much or pour out to them, the more that you're able to protect your future marriage and protect your future spouse and the more that you're going to be able to give to your husband and the more that you guys are going to be able to share together. And that is really special to be able to share it with your husband. And five, the truth is that married sex is just the best sex. Sex is good. In fact, it's great. But only in the right context God, that God intended it for. God gave sex as a gift with a covenant of marriage intended to be shared between a husband and a wife. And it's supposed to be this bonding experience that creates two people to be one. And if that gift is mixed misused outside of God's purpose, then it's not good. And it's going to be painful. It's going to bring guilt. And it's going to have a lot of consequences that you probably aren't prepared for. So guys, having sex just isn't as simple as the act of sex. The Bible teaches us that sex is truthfully really meaningful. And it's meant to be had between a husband and a wife. After they made the covenant with God, with witnesses around them, and that they are joined as one. It's a bonding experience where two people literally become one flesh. It's such an intimate experience, and it's beautiful when it's shared with the right person in the right time. So if you've had sex before marriage, hope is not lost, and you can and will be forgiven. God is a good father and he rejoices in our repentance and cleanses us from impurities. I know from my own walk and season of repentance that God is merciful and a loving father. Once you walk away from sinning and start honoring God in your relationship, he's going to use that repentance and he's going to use that faithfulness to bless your relationship beyond measure once you walk the path that he's calling you to. If you haven't had sex yet but are struggling with crossing boundaries, with going too far, and then trying to reel it back in, I encourage you to wait for the right time to enjoy the gift of sex. As hard as it sounds, just wait on God's timing and follow what the Bible is clear about teaching. I just want to encourage you guys to remember that your body is a temple and it is not an object and that Following God's commandments, following the way that God expects us to live is so much better. It fills you up so much more and you're able to experience the joy of the Lord so much deeper than if you're not, if you're following your own path or your own desires. So I just hope that you take that away today and that you just know that if you've gone too far, there is forgiveness. And if you haven't crossed that line yet, then don't. Just listen to God's word and cling to it and Just know that there's repentance and grace and that God is a loving and merciful Father.
Guys, I just want to take a second and say thank you so much for choosing to listen to this podcast today. Thank you for listening to the Inspiring Honey podcast and taking the time to listen to what God has put onto my heart. And I really do pray that whatever truth he has intended from you to hear from this, that it's able to seep into your ears and deep on your heart and I just ask that whatever questions you guys have or whatever suggestions you have for future podcasts that you email them to me or DM them to me on Instagram at inspiringhoney Um, but if you don't already make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you are notified whenever there are new episodes you can subscribe and be notified as soon as next week podcast is uploaded and it is one that has been requested to be posted and is about finding the joy of the Lord in your own heart and how to be joyful during tough seasons of life and this is a topic that I'm super excited to share with you because God has put a lot about it on my heart and I cannot wait to share it and if you enjoyed today's topic if you enjoyed this podcast episode or if you've enjoyed any of the ones I've posted in the past please leave some love in the reviews below because the more you guys subscribe and the more reviews that you leave the more that it is able to help this podcast get shared the reviews that you leave and by subscribing to this podcast so again I just want to thank you guys so much and I want to say that I cannot wait till next week and I hope that you tune in again to listen about staying joyful and having the joy of the Lord in your heart even during tough seasons so until then I hope you guys have an absolute blessed week that you have a wonderful day and I'm looking forward to speaking with you on my next podcast episode but until then bye guys